If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome back to Mind Pump. This is Adam Schaefer, Sal Stefano, and Justin Andrews, the three sexiest voices on radio. Oh, yeah. And if you disagree, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm that sexy. In the radio. No, you know, I actually heard someone say that about your voice the other day. I, I feel, No, I feel so bad because I'm calling Really? Been, I know, I know. I've been calling him Kermit and I've been teasing him about his, his radio voice. And I actually, two different people, maybe that's why they said wait, that. Wait, wait, they hold went, on. They, men, no, they're, they're wait, sapiosexual, women? I think, no, right? No, one, one of them was actually a very attractive young female. Really? Yeah. And then one was an old dude. But it's still, <laughs> I mean, they, they both said it and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll stop teasing them about Kermit. Yeah. But listen, I do. One have, out of two. Yeah. I do. I know. It's a good ratio. I feel like uh, the, the listeners don't know this, but uh, we do. I mean, I mean, those of you that have been with us for a long time may have figured this out by now, but a lot of times uh, we'll just, one of us will come up with a topic and not tell the other two. And Sal just did that earlier. Um, it's my yeah, turn. Fuck with me. Yeah, you, you fuck with Justin. I'm still sour about so, that. So yeah, make sure you guys listen to that. Listen to that. We'll probably title it what Justin hates this episode. Is that That's what we for just, sure? Like, what yeah, something, something like that. So if you're listening to this one, you haven't heard that one. Make sure you hear that. Justin gets messed with. But uh, um, so this one's me. I'm going to ask a question. But I actually have. Uh, this is not really a funny one. I actually have some stuff that I. I mean, this is what I love about these two guys is. Um, they make me feel like the dumb guy. Like I don't know anything, and I feel like I, I've got uh, got my stuff together when it comes to fitness. Don't knowledge. say that, bro. Oh, yeah. You're smart no. too. No. I, I feel like I want to rub your shoulders. Oh. <laughs> Thank you too. You know what's funny? Adam doesn't Dicks. care. No, no, he doesn't care. He, he you know, what? he's gonna. You know, I just uh, cut him off. He was about to follow it up with. Us, huh? He was about to follow it up with. I don't mind just being the handsome yeah, one. You, you guys, <laughs> he was gonna say some shit. I don't mean to be the only nerds and geeks. I think I think you're a nerd and I'm a geek. Yeah, I think that's how it works. We should combine our powers like Voltron. We should. We conquer the world. All right, so uh, this is this is actually the question I have. Uh, I don't know a lot about this. I know a little bit, and I'll tell you guys what I do know about it. Um, and then you can you can probably enlighten me a little bit, Sal. Hopefully, uh, I'm very intrigued with uh, blue zones, mm. and I know there's only a handful of them you out mean there. The world's blue zones. Yes, the, wor- the world's blue zones, and I know there's a handful of them out there. I know that there's uh, studies around, and what what the blue zone is, from what I know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong is that this is an area of a population, right, where uh, people are, are living on average at an abnormal age, like 105, 110, right. and there's there's more a significant amount more of them than anywhere else mm-hmm. in the world. They call them what, centenarians? Centarians. Centarians, yeah. It's super fascinating to me, and this is just one of those things where, um, I'm, you know, I, I end up, I'm getting fascinated by it, but I end up get, getting busy doing cool stuff, which I'm sure you're probably <laughs> home continuing to read up on it. So that's why I'm asking this right now. <laughs> that's my jab back, well, motherfucker. So I'm glad you brought this up. This is like in his biceps. This is, a, <laughs> this is, a, this is a subject I'm very, very passionate about. Stop flexing, bro. This is, <laughs> This is a, this is, I love this subject. Let me tell you why. First off, first first and foremost, I like it too. Well, it, well, I, we've actually me and you talked about this for a little bit a while we did, ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. So See, I knew I knew you nerds so, together on this. Well, one. let me tell you about blue zones. So blue, blue you're blue welcome, z- you guys. You guys are about getting nerd on right here. You guys would be liking this one. <laughs> so so blue zones shit. are areas in the world where a disproportionate amount of people live to a hundred. So for whatever reason, people just live a long time in these areas, and scientists have identified. Um, a few of these uh, of these places. Um, so to name them off, there's and these are these are longevity hotspots. They call them. There's Okinawa, which is part of Japan. Mm-hmm. There's Sardinia, which is this island off the coast of Italy. It's actually near Sicily, where my family's from. Nicoya, which is in Costa Rica. 
Icaria, which is in Greece, and then there's the Seventh-day Adventist, which is a religious group in Loma Linda, California. So why the fuck is the United States so expensive to live in? What do you mean? Well, it's so expensive. Wouldn't you think those places would be so much more? We ain't got a blue zone. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got a blue zone, dude. Yeah. You would think we'd all be migrating to where everyone's living longer. Doesn't that make well, sense to you? Well, it's funny. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because hmm. here's the thing. Now, this is why it's so fascinating to me. There's lots of studies on nutrition, lots of studies on what's healthy and what's not healthy. But here's the problem with studies. Um, so either a, are all these along the equator, by the way, like some, yeah, I would, I would think, do you know this? If, uh, temperature, stress levels, uh, their nutritional habits are of these, of course, of course, those okay. are all factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be my, we'll, we'll my, edu- my educated ahead, guess so. without knowing that they, they've got to have something. Of course. Absolutely. And so here's the thing with, with some of these, uh, the reason why I enjoy reading about blue zones is because. These are population-based, long-term, generational studies. They're not controlled. You don't have to have them controlled in a lab. You're not looking at lab results like, okay, if you eat more of this, you get more cholesterol, you get less triglycerides, therefore it's healthy or not healthy because it doesn't always work out that way, does it? I mean, they talked for a long time about the French paradox, right? Why they ate so much saturated fat and yet they didn't have heart disease. So these blue zones are the best, absolute best things we have um, to look at in terms of what gives you long-term health? Because right. these are actual people who are, who are exemplifying this. Right. Yeah, this is the staple of longevity, which is something that I feel personally is something that people need to keep in the back of their mind, even when they're talking about performance or, you know, just training to become more healthy. Like if they are living to like 100 plus years old, what are they doing? And what's the commonalities there that they share? That's the big one because all these places, look, Okinawa, Sardinia, Nicoya, I mean, uh, Loma Linda, California, they all live far away from each other. Mm. So as a scientist, the this is like a gold mine because what you would do is you would take these areas and you would look at what they have in common. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you people in Okinawa don't eat the same food as people in you know, uh, Loma Linda, California. Just or environment based. I mean, they're going to yeah. eat something or different. Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so there's got to be things that are in common. And so at first when scientists went into this, they thought that they would find some magic bullets. Like, oh, they must, they've got to all eat a lot of fish. Or they've right. all got to eat. It's all fish know. oil. Right. And so that's not true. There weren't those types of things in common. They found other things in common, but for me, this is that's that's what makes this absolutely so fascinating. Oh, and mm. by the way, mm-hmm. um, uh, the number one question people always say immediately after learning about blue zones is, "It must be their genes. Mm. They mm-hmm. must have better genetics." Um, that seems he, that seems to be like the staple for people to kind of jump towards when anybody's either healthy or you know is stronger than you. Right, and genes, of course, play a part. But here's the thing: when they follow these people. Um, generationally, and these people's kids move to somewhere else. Within one generation, they have the same, they follow the same life expectancy patterns of the new place they live in. So it's not genetics. Right. It's not So they're genes. affected by the environment. It's about, this is all about environment. So, and of course, genes play a part on an individual basis, but as a whole, the reason why people in these areas live so long is not because on, on a whole, they all have like superior genes. It's because of the environment. They all do like the same thing. 
Yes, it's because of the environment. So well, that can that can relate too to like stress levels and stuff. I mean, you know, if you're doing things that are similar, you have this community feeling right here, low stress levels. Like yes, I mean, especially for long periods of time. I mean, yeah. Well, we, we talk about the importance of uh, we've talked t- discussed this before about uh, stress levels, mm-hmm. um, uh, how important it is. That you live in the Silicon Valley when you have these crazy work weeks and you have all this stress going on and traffic and all these things that affect us. People don't even realize that that when you just all of a sudden go from cruising along in your car and come to a screeching halt and then cars <laughs> runs, that there's stuff that happens on it. That yeah, happens. like the response that you're yes, getting. You there's know. a response you might. Now, that's that's an extreme analogy. It's not like you go around slamming your brakes, but all those little subtleties and fluctuations like that, I mean, it's a total different lifestyle. You have someone that lives lives over there and that- Well, that you know, so let me ask you this. a huge difference. Well, since you know, I would say the least about this particular this particular subject, Adam, let me ask you this because you just, are. Let's just point that out again. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> like I didn't point it out enough when I fucking started. Well, no, no, this is perfect. This is perfect because <laughs> let me let you know how much smarter I am than you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? Let Last me, time I admit, I don't know. I, I know, right? Yeah. No, let me let me go. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. You could have gone along with it, Adam. Because you're also, but you're also a fitness professional, so yeah. you know a lot about health, nutrition. Yes. So let me ask you this: What things do you think might contribute to some of these areas? Like off the top of your head, what do you think? You, you name one thing, which is stress. Well, yeah, stress, yeah, temperature. I would think temperature uh, outside. I would think, um, gosh, um, nutritionally, obviously, like if they, like you said, like uh, somebody who eats uh, here versus that with the food they, t- they eat over in California, you know, like mm-hmm. what types of foods are you eating? A lot of organic, uh, na- all natural foods. Um, see, temperature that, God, maybe even. What about uh, activity? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. Maybe somewhere where there's uh, not a lot of technology. Maybe you got to walk a lot. You got to hike to places. You got to move. You know, things like we talked about before. So I, I would think a lot of these things would be uh, all logical. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ba- yeah. Basic logical stuff. So I, I would be surprised if it was random different stuff. That, well, so well, when it, what shocked me, what shocked me about this, and what shocked I think scientists that looked at this is there wasn't really a silver bullet when it came to. Um, things in nutrition, like I like they thought, oh, for sure we're gonna find that they're all vegetarian. For but example. but it did have some basis in the fact that they yes. restricted some calories. Thank intake. you. Yes, exactly. So ah, first of all, most of them majority were, living in a deficit, huh? Yes. yes. Ah. None of them overate. They all ate less than most people, so they were all right. in they, this relative they ate basically deficit. for energy. Uh, correct yeah Ooh. correct so you can eat as healthy as you want but if you're constantly eating too much it's probably not good for God, longevity you know and i know i said this once before but i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking drill this down until people because i keep saying it every time i come right come have an opportunity so here you go like do not be afraid to be hungry yes mm-hmm. people are so and you know what and the reason why i feel so important to tattoo this is because shit as a trainer i used to teach the opposite i mm-hmm. used to teach my clients said, oh, when you feel that feeling that your, your body's natural, yeah, metabolism yeah. telling you it's time to feed again and you need to feed it, just learn balance, this and that. No, now totally different. Bullshit. You know what I'm saying? If you are trying to reduce body fat and you want to lean down, it's okay to be hungry every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, And there's lots of benefits that we're learning more and more every day that we're learning how, how beneficial it is to be hungry every now and then. Well, now with animal studies, and they've repeated this over and over and over again, when they put animals on calorie-restricted diets they their their lifespan increases dramatically right. now on the flip side as an athlete or someone who's interested in performance you don't want to always be in a deficit right no. however and this is again these are preliminary, preliminary studies they're no they're no long term studies but they've identified in the body that the same 
thing happens when athletes fast. So you don't have to necessarily be in a deficit, but if you do fasts once a week, twice a week, or if you have long periods, uh, you know, like intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. you get you on a bio, on a on a uh, chemical level. As far as we know, you get the same response. You get the same kind of. Uh, things happening in the body that someone would have if they're on a calorie restricted diet. So mm-hmm. another that's another plus side to the fasting thing, the longevity aspect. So you don't have to be at a deficit if you could do the fast, then you're going to get some of those benefits. Which if you're a regular listener, um, you would have heard me talk about how this, I actually incorporate fasting during my bulk, which yeah. sounds so crazy for someone Whoa. like, what? That doesn't make sense. You're trying to build, you need to be all, no. It's a right? contradiction, bro. Yeah, right? Totally. And you, you do it more like once or twice a week type of deal, right? Oh, at most. Yeah. At yeah. most. Mm-hmm. I, I sporadically uh, fast, and typically it's more more once. I re- I can I can only count on a handful of times that I've actually done it twice in a week, you mm-hmm. know? Although you, you could, I know guys that uh, do two, three times a week, they actually do it. Uh, a little too, I think uh, you start pressing more than that, and you're flirting with uh, not getting enough of what your body needs. Yeah. Um, it's just tough. With well, the, you start to lose athletic performance too. You, well, yeah, that yeah. too, right? And if so, you, uh, yeah. So, what are the other well, commonalities that well, they mentioned? This one um, wasn't shocking to me when I heard it, but it's something I didn't even think about. Like this didn't even cross my mind until I read it. And it's um, it's strong social networks. Mm-hmm. This was common in all blue zones, and in and fact, we're not talking about Facebook. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, and and it, it not only is it common with all these blue zones, but when they look at all over the world where people just live longer, they tend to have um, healthy social networks. Now, humans are social creatures, period, end of story. In fact, it's considered um, uh, inhumane. Right, we need affirmation. Yeah, it's considered inhumane to put somebody in isolation for long periods of time. I think that's even part of the Geneva Convention, that you can't just lock someone up and leave them alone, even if you feed them and give them every everything else they need. Humans need to be around it's other con- humans and with other it's humans. It's considered torture when you go on that side. It is. Yeah. And so they find this over and over and over again that those relationships contribute to longevity. And, of course, it makes sense when you think about it, right? You, mm. you feel good. You're... you're, you're um, the, the good chemicals come out yeah, when you're talking to people. Yeah, it's got to lower your stress levels for sure. Lowers your stress levels. This is probably why. As long why, as you're not around a bunch of dicks. Yeah, like you guys. Well, how often yeah. do you hear <laughs> that? <somebody laughs> the, the old miserable fart all by Taking himself. Years off my life. You know, stuff. Yeah. You're right, you hear that all the time. Well, I think this is also why when they find that people have pets, they live longer also. I think it, it's connected in that way that they're, they have someone mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just extended in, as far as animal. Um, of course, here's one that's obvious. Nobody smoked. I think... Probably the worst thing you can do on a regular basis besides eat absolutely shitty all the time is smoke. Well, of course it is. Those yep. are That's one and two right there yeah. for number one causes yeah. for death. Number yeah. one causes for death are cancer cancer and obesity. Okay. You know, well, I one tra- and two right there. So I train um, vascular surgeons. Uh, these are these are surgeons that work on the, the vascular sur- uh, um, system. And I asked both of them, I actually trained two of them and asked both of them, what, are the, what is the number one thing that almost all your patients have in common? You know what they said? They smoke. Smoke. Smoke, yeah. You know what's crazy to me though? I can't is believe that, people like I see people smoking still yeah. cigarettes, yeah. And I just I cringe. I'm like, what the fuck well, are you doing? I see here. I I here's my defense to them, or that dude. It's not that crazy to me because I feel the same way about obesity and overeating. If we mm-hmm. if it's if you're talking about one and two right there being the two, you're most, looking at ex- the exact cause of it, exactly. Right? And then they're if, just being blatantly ignorant to yeah, it. Yeah, but food is essential. You have to eat. You don't have to smoke. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you, it's not like you can go on a diet. 
actually, I think, I think a smoker one. would disagree with you. <laughs> like a smoker would disagree with you. But uh, really, though, right? If we had like somebody who was like a total like chain smoker and you tried to say that, it'd be like, fuck you. I got to mm-hmm. do this, you know? So I, I that's why I, the, just the simple fact. And yeah, I know they are different and we're laughing as an extreme analogy. But in reality, when you think about it, if someone told you that, hey, these are the number one and two things that could possibly kill you or kill you much faster than what you're supposed to die at. Yeah. Um, what, do you think it's a good idea to participate in it, but yet still people keep smoking, yeah, still people keep like, over? I don't care. Yeah, right? Well, I do what I want. Well, humans evolved to not look long, long term. Humans evolved to look right now. And this is why we have issues with that. Because right now I want to eat this food and it feels good. And I don't want to think about five months from well, now. Well, remember, okay, we all went to a comedy yeah. show just recently. The, remember when Aziz brought up the, how many of you guys know that are you're eating GMO food? It could possibly kill you, this and all this and that. Yeah. And you don't give a fuck anyways. And yeah. more than anybody clapped for that than they did that. You yeah. Know, he, he did a little test, right? So we had this huge audience. We're in, we're in, a, we're in an arena where there's uh, probably 30,000 people. It was about the way meat was processed with yeah. antibiotics and all oh, that. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, said, yeah. You, you know, how many of you out there try to sustain from meat because you know it's how it's processed or you eat all organic and like, like you, you go all vegan. Yeah, you hear, because of all you hear the, these yeah. clap. You hear the claps of the audience. You're like, like okay. scattered around. Yeah, yeah, scattered yeah. around. So that. And the next, the next one is how many people like didn't know what it, what it, what it was and had no idea. No, obviously, it was Canadian. It was more scattered around handfuls. And then how many people like knew and then still continued and to still eat didn't meat give a fuck and don't give a fuck. And they're like <laughs> half the place, if not all of three like quarters of it. Everybody starts clapping. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, listen to That's us. It. That's, That's us. bad, dude. So, so here's a, here's another one. This one is, is again, this is not a shocker, but um, I, I dug deeper into it and. All these areas, the people have constant, moderate physical activity. activity. So these okay, the hence on the word moderate. Moderate. Right? So these people weren't like crazy exercise fanatics, but every day, moving, like moving a lot. For every day, for example, they they highlighted like a fisherman in Sardinia who was ninety seven years old, and every single day he woke up, he would climb up the hill. Um, he would gather some berries or fruit or whatever. Then he'd go back down and he'd, draw, and he'd walk his walk his ass to the beach and he'd go fishing. Well, and he did this every single day. And it's not like a it's not hard workout. He's been doing it forever. It's but just he does consistent. It, it's every single day. Well, and also like I think a point too that I wanted to bring up was when you're thinking about like daily habitual things and movement specifically, like it gives you purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like great I, point. I think that a lot of people like once they retire or are you know, once once something that they've accomplished, like that's it. Like that's their well, the, the peak of you, their that's, existence. That's a, great, that's a great point too. It, when you talk about purpose, and how often do you see this where uh, the husband or wife dies, and then shortly after, all yeah, of a sudden, they die. The spouse dies, right? Because like, you're 90 years old, and your I know, you're, I know, your wife or husband have, dies. You've been fighting with them for yes. years and years and years, but then all of a sudden they they let go, did, and you let. Did go, you guys you know? do you guys know the statistics Crazy. on people who retire? the The rate of death increases dramatically and sharply. Right after people retire, oh, hmm. I believe that. for everybody, and again, it's because they stop moving, they stop having a sense of purpose. Now, all of a sudden, what do I do? I'm just going to sit at home, and the, the the death rate goes through the roof. Good thing we're all workaholics. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just keep working, but moderately, yeah. right? You but know, like, and I, and I know uh, move. Doug, our producer, uh, gets mad at us when we do this all the time, and I do it all the time, anyways. I like to break rules, um, and referring to another podcast, uh, we said earlier about the um, oh god. 
I just lost it because I was. <laughs> I just You're lost in deep thought. I was, dude. I was just in deep thought about that. I wanted to tell, and fucking Sal kept going, dude. This is the one bad part. <laughs> You're talking about cardio, or no, or no, no, dude. It was on the blue on the blue zone. I, it's gonna come back to me in just a minute. But I, we were, I, I'm like, I wanted to say it when you said something. I wanted to piggyback off of it, and Sal kept going, and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm gonna lose it. I know it, dude. <laughs> sure, and he blames me. I do, I do. That's the bad part about all of this. <laughs> Big mouth, dude, talking over each other. All right, all so time. I'll I'll keep going then. If you, yeah, if you you'll, you'll it, remember. You'll, we'll you'll keep going you'll cut me off okay. <laughs> so so here's something else that's here's what i found oh yeah i got it oh you got it no, oh, son of a bitch <laughs> you asshole so here's here this part fascinates me each one of these blue zones each culture of these consumes a particular type of food that is extremely high in antioxidants on a regular basis now it's not the same food for okay. each culture okay but each one of them have the staple of some sort in their diet that's very high in antioxidants. So, for and what are the benefits of that? I well, mean, we're talking about like free radicals, and uh, we're talking about combating and boosting your immune system. Absolutely. Now, what else? now, on the, I'm going to say this real quick before we go into that. Buying antioxidant supplements and taking shitloads of antioxidants is not the same thing. You can actually overdo it. Yeah. However, um, through food and through natural sources, it's hard to overdo it. So, if you're going to get your antioxidants, it's ideal to get them from. A source of uh, a natural this source. This is of a high. pattern, right? It's a pattern in that this is why the, the whole GMO thing. Like people fight us on that. Nature has figured it out. Yeah. Right. There's 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 a way that it's naturally balanced things for your body to process it at a speed and a rate that you know you're going to actually absorb it. Uh, right. At the right timing, you don't have to worry about the timing yeah. of dropping this pill I, and all I this find that such concentrated a shit. Point. Dude, it's just like, and it's hard to overdose. On science, science, yeah, science has concentrated all these great things that's found in nature, but you take it and then you overdo it. God, that's such a crazy, such a great, great point that I feel like we're we're still learning about that, and people haven't completely figured that out. But it's it seems so one, uh, obvious, you know, or Sal would say simple. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it be easy simple. To, might be, yeah, exactly. Keep it simple, man. It's that it is that simple that when you do, I mean, too much of anything is is always bad for you. It doesn't matter what the hell we're talking about, and to take something and to super concentrate it, like you said, because, oh, this one thing's supposed to be good for you, so let's give you a whole shit ton of it at one time or whatever. Like, well, you, you know, it's not I'm, how it was found in nature. It's not how it's ideally for you. Well, you know what I've just started doing? I've been starting to eat a lot of organ meats, uh, like liver, for example, and kidneys and that kind of stuff, and they're very, very high in um, fat-soluble vitamins, and I eat lots of vegetables and I eat fruits, and I thought to myself, like, why am I taking a multivitamin? I bet you I'm overdoing it yeah. with some of these nutrients. Right. So I stopped taking a multivitamin. But that's because my diet is so concentrated with these very nutrient-dense foods. Right. So you can overdo it. And I'll give you an example. If you take, uh, if you have adequate levels of, of zinc, um, then you'll have uh, long-term prostate health, good prostate. If you overdo zinc, you'll actually increase your risk of uh, prostate cancer. Wow. So, and, and trying to overdo zinc with food is very difficult versus overdoing zinc with a zinc supplement, which is easy. Well, something I used to always explain to, to clients too, when um, people don't understand this either with like mag magnesium, zinc, um, what else can become acidic as far as that you find? You can, a basic iron, 
uh, oh, all the metals you're talking yeah, about. The metals, all, yeah. yeah. That are found in multivitamins and stuff. And most of your multivitamins have your daily RDA that you need in and one, the, in one. Yeah. One multivitamin. And then all of a sudden you don't realize yeah, you, you take food the, on top well, of that food on top of that. Then you also, in addition to that, you pick up this other protein bar that also gives you the adequate amount of iron in the day. Then you have this shake mm-hmm. that does the same thing too. And you have all these artificial things that, you know, their, their whole pitch is, Oh, if you eat this protein bar, it's got your RDA for this, this, and this, and this. Well, you're also having that, that bar, that shake and that other protein yep. shake all in the same day, your levels are like ridiculous. You don't, even, you don't even need all that stuff. So. And not only do you not need it, but you can actually have adverse effects from some so, of that stuff. Uh, and for another example, the vitamin A that you get in like liver and stuff like that, it's much harder to overdose on that than to take in vitamin A supplement, which is much easier to overdose and it can cause some problems. Yeah. So, Adam, did you just remember what you wanted to say? <laughs> yeah, I okay, did. Yeah, yes. go, go, go. It took that long. You know, Shit. Well, it, no, it started to come to me and I was going to say it and the motherfucker <laughs> cuts me off again. I'm like, man, I'm going to forget it again right here. <laughs> No, it, it was related to the moving, and I was referencing uh, referencing one of the last uh, podcasts we had where I talked about how I uh, move around on days where I'm just not mo- mobile, and I find that uh, such a simple way of coaching and helping people is being more active, and it sounds like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, of course, we all need to be more active, but also just being aware of your your normal habits. Like, It doesn't mean just like every single day you should always go, you need to always go on this jog now or be like this guy who got up and climbed this mountain every single day. Not so much that, it's just simply being aware of, hey, do I have a fucking desk job all day long where I'm sedentary and I sit down and, man, I should get up and go walk during my breaks and lunch, you know, even if it, even if it is on your phone, texting or emailing, multitask, walk. I, that's what I do. I get on the treadmill, and I just move. I make my body move and take it through full range of motion. I'll do weird stuff like that. I don't know if you guys do this. Sometimes I'll well, I'll, I'll do like I get out of the shower and do like full squats. You know, I'll yep. go all the way down just to work on my flexibility. Wait, so, in the shower? <laughs> I do calf raises in the shower. I do all kinds. Well, of stuff. It's, it's so interesting. Video, it video will so, be yeah. available to. It's to also, <laughs> but it's also you, know, you guys laugh, but it's also why when I read Sal's uh, Maps Anabolic and his trigger sessions, seat. yeah, when I got in and I, and I was like, well, dude, if this makes so much sense. Not only that, but I kind of. Do the concept in a sense mm-hmm. uh, without really you know, knowing, just because it makes sense to me. It makes sense to be sending, sending that signal, and any chance I can get, I'm trying to kind of fire it. And even if it's just simple, just t- uh, 20 squats, you know, that's it, or right. 15, 20 push-ups, just that mobility right. and moving. And, it, and, and, and it, that doesn't mean you replace your your foundation, no, no, you know, no, intense no, 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 workouts. No, no, no. It's in just addition means, to, in addition to. Right. So to piggyback off that, to piggyback off that, Adam. Let me give you an example. I like of, all this piggybacking that's going on. <laughs> get on my back. I, just, I wanted to, to so, get on this train here. Well, so so check this out, right? So let's say every day you take the stairs instead of the elevator. You park a little further. You do these little things. Let's say every day you burn an extra 100 calories, which is nothing. Yeah, that's... That's it, nothing. That's 100 calories. If you added this... let's I know. 35 days, you, you over 35 days, that's a pound of body fat. Yeah. So that's 10 pounds a year. So now people who are like, I don't know what happened over the last five years. I've gained 30 pounds. It was that extra cookie. I don't know what happened. It was that soda. <laughs> it was that one soda yeah, every day. Yeah, right. So the little, the, when people laugh and they say, well, what they, you know, what's it going to do if I just take the stairs every day? That's nothing. That's only, you know, an extra one minute. Every single day? Every single Come day. On. You do this for years and you have longevity and you'll be leaner and you'll have more muscle. I promise you. Can I say something right now that, yes. I, you can it, say that, something. that reminds me of, of uh, uh, something that we haven't really talked a lot about that drives me nuts is uh, scheduling cheat meals. And this is why I don't do that. And it's one of the number one questions I get asked is, you know, when, when do you do your cheat meals or how and how much this and how many times a week do you do it? It's like, dude, I do not want to get caught up doing that if I don't need to. 
now I'm a firm believer in if there's something I really want, you know, and it's something I haven't had in my diet in a while and I feel like enjoying myself, I'm going to, but I'm not going to schedule it every single week because I'm just working against myself. That's just shit I got to work off later on. Like, what am I, why would I set myself up for that? And not only that, but just remember, like Sal said, you have, it starts off with one cookie and then you do that for a year. And then it's two cookies. And then you do that for another year. Before you know it, you could sit down and eat the whole fucking box yeah. every time you decide you're going to sit down and do it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you're just you're just setting yourself up that way. We should always be striving to, yeah, to eat healthier and balance. Yeah, you always want to be. I mean, I'm so passionate about this because I feel like it, when we talked about the cigarette thing in comparison, like it goes right back to that. If I'm not saying that, uh, you know, yeah, you, if you smoke maybe like once a week, that's probably not that bad for you. Right. Right. Not but that what, are you, what are you doing? What are you what, like? Who's to say like if you're in a weak moment and you're gonna smoke a whole pack? Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's right. just because that's a stimulus that like it soothes some right. part of your psyche. Right. So we're, we're talking about psychological issues more than anything. Yeah. Right? And you don't have to be perfect, but just no. be aware of these things. No, I, I think, and own it. And I think yeah, the, I think perfect. the answer. No, I think that's the answer right. is. You know, it's okay though to be striving for that. You know, because none of us. I don't. You I know strive for. You just, you just don't actively plan for it. Is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back on the antioxidant thing, because I want to I want to talk about this. this is crazy cool. So each region, crazy each, sexy cool. Each each region consumes something that's super high in antioxidants. So for example, in Sardinia, um, they have a type of wine called Canonao, and this type say of that again. It's it's called Canonao. It's, it's say, it, say it again. <laughs> does that turn you on? <laughs> so it, the, this particular wine has got four times as many antioxidants as regular red wine. Now it's a very dark red wine. I'm not a wine drinker. I've had people try it. Some people say they like it. Some people say it tastes like shit. But so it's, it's like almost pulp or what? No, no, no. It's just a dark wine with these particular grapes that they grow, uh, that they use. And when they test the antioxidant level, it's much higher in antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Sometimes four times or five times as high as a regular uh, amount of wine. Now, I have a question for you that yes. I, I don't So it's know. like Mona V. I, yeah, oh, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, this is, no, which you know what though? Here's a perfect example. Okay, this is a, wow, great point. Justin, damn it! Uh, no. <laughs> I don't want to get us like off track. Uh, it's not. It's not that far off track. The fact that I think that this is some science. So I love that Sal gives us all this this random knowledge like this. But this is the this is us calling out all the bullshit that's out there. Is a company will take that bit of science and information, and then they'll right. extort it, and then they will market a bottle of and it's super antioxidants that has this special goji bean that's from this blue zone area. <laughs> And there it's you go. and you now have this super on juice that's going to marketing brilliant. Oh, it is. It's mark and your your best bet if you see these foods that are high in antioxidants. If you learn about the Kenanel wine or the uh, Sanpin uh, um, uh, uh, tea from Okinawa or you know the foods that they eat in Akaria, find that exact find it like with how they eat it and do it like that. Yeah. Don't yeah, but buy- then you have to do all the inv- like how they live day to day. Of course, of yeah. course, and that, it's a, that's all that all contributes. That's exactly. Good point, and Let, it's all be, added up. And right? let's yeah. be honest, that, and that's what I'm trying to point out is it's not that super antioxidant. No, juice. it's that not is, the magic pill. Is not the one part that's because if they do that and then they overeat and they don't move around, right. I guarantee their life expectancy it is, just turns into sugar. So that's the point I'm making mm-hmm. right now is that, and then why I think it's an important thing to talk about how many companies 
you see do this right uh, with supplements. They, they overemphasize like one yes. benefit that that is obvious, like which is, you drive. know, because they're all looking for that one like you know commonality, yeah. which we, we were trying to kind of deduce it to. But. Absolutely, and well, I, I and think these, what's go there, ahead. And there's studies behind all this. There's studies behind all this that prove that hey, there are all these benefits to it that are true, mm-hmm. but you you distort it and you and you uh, exaggerate it for the benefit of trying to push and market something that let's be honest, if you neglect exercise, eating clean on a regular basis, uh, un, you know, living in a deficit versus a surplus, not moving around very much. That's so stupid to think that yeah, that thing is not going to have the same no, benefits. Yeah, at all. You're going to, all the other stuff is going to counter that, that little thing. So, so. La- lastly, uh, I want to end on this aspect of it. So they looked at all the diets and they found that most of them were somewhat vegetarianism where they would eat a majority of their food from plants However, not all of them were. Some of them, for example, the Sardinian diet was high in um, dairy from like sheep, like sheep milk. Hmm. And they would eat sheep, like, you know, uh, they would eat the stew made with like lamb meat and stuff like that. And so their diet was higher in meat. Some diets had more fish. And this highlights something. And I want to be, I want to, I want to make this a point. Okay. Um, There's more than one way to eat very healthy. The human body is because you hear all about this paleo diet, this and oh no, vegetarians are the healthiest. So no, you got to eat, you know, a primal diet with you know this and that. Here's the thing: the human body evolved to be very flexible to eat many different things, and there's many there's benefits to eating healthy in in, in a variety of different ways. Yes. So somebody who's a smart vegan is going to eat is going to have a very healthy diet. Someone who's a smart "Quote unquote primal eater or paleo is going to have a very healthy diet. Um, they all they, there's more than one way and there's benefits to all of them. Ultimately, I would love for someone to come out and be able to combine all these things in a way to find the benefits of each. And, and, and for myself, for example, I'll give you guys an example. Mm-hmm. On on average, I'd say between two to four times a month, I eat vegan. Well, I completely feel, vegan. I really feel like you and I definitely do this a lot, and that's why we. I, I just don't have it written down. I don't, right. I don't have it written down. I haven't yeah. materialized it, but this is how I live my life. That's why I can tell you that I've tried so many different things because I incorporate. There's so every everything that you hear about. If it made it, if it made it to Barnes and Noble, if it's in there being sold as a book, <laughs> more than likely there is something behind it that has some benefit. Mm-hmm. But that's just the key is being aware enough to understand that. Yeah, it does have some benefit, but a lot of times it doesn't make make it better than something else or, or, or the only or, way yeah well, exactly well, the it's only just way like you've or always stressed than to something else it's you know? like you've always stressed adam i think um a lot of times like you know what was i gonna say oh my god yes you like, did, no you're it's because we it's talk contagious. over each other no it's because we talk contagious. over each other i'm sure you had it fresh. no I, I was gonna say that um your body's an adaptation machine and you've stressed this before right yeah. so um i I just, I, I honestly think that variety in a certain aspect, like if you can rotate things intermittently, okay, let's just say, it, whether it's training, whether it's with your nutrition, um, you know, there's a balance, there's there's a certain balance that your body is going to respond to, but, uh, but at, a, at a point, your body wants to adapt to that, okay? Mm-hmm. Now you're going to hit a certain place where maybe that becomes your wall, that becomes your plateau. Uh, this is where we introduce variety well let's also let's also let's not dismiss individual differences right i'll give you an example i have a very good friend of mine biochemically diverse right i have a very good friend of mine who's an athlete and this guy feels better when he eats when he doesn't eat meat this guy doesn't eat meat he's a vegetarian he feels so much healthier and better when he's out now me 
I'm I need I feel better when I eat a diet that's that's uh, got the the fats and the cholesterols and my carbohydrates are relatively low. It's not super low, but and I feel better eating like that most of the time. Although I do, like I said, occasionally I'll throw in a full vegan day or a day where I have very low protein because I know it it replenishes certain enzymes. I know that my gut flora changes as a result. Right. I, I've and started I feel doing great. that since you you've brought that up. Like, and how do you? I mean, what have you noticed? No, I felt great. And I typically I actually just kind of paired a lot of times when I'm going to do like a fast. Also, I figure like okay, if I'm going to be reducing so many calories and reducing, uh, but that's uh, why yeah, that's why I think that's you know you need to you need to like experience different stimulus because yeah. like you guys both have really you know done a lot of self-experimentation uh to get to a point where you know your body and how it responds like i don't think the average listener here has done that to that point so i think that like variety is something that you're able to find in sort of the key uh that unlocks like but, your response well, but i will say this to it i will say this it's always with whole natural foods oh, it yeah. is not right. it is not based well, on that's the common it is basis. not based on shit it's not a bunch of processed food uh, uh processed food Never. is not good for Never. you i don't care if you're you know vegan or if you're you know, eat mostly meat or whatever um whole natural uh nutrient dense foods absolutely is that's like the key right there that's the absolute yeah. key and then you can move then you, can move yeah, then you it. move it around how you it's, you it's exactly how i uh, coach clients now versus how i used to as a trainer when i was a trainer in the past when i was in my early to mid 20s you know i used to figure out mathematically um what your body needed you know based off of all our okay this is your rda for based off of your sex your age your movement throughout the day approximately obviously you're throwing I can't, math around right yeah, yeah right but i mean approximately i can kind of figure that out right as a trainer we could all sit down here and kind of guesstimate where somebody should be nutritionally as far as carbs fats proteins so now the, my level of coaching is completely different that I'm, I want to take from you. I want you to tell me how you eat right now so I can already, can I learn about already how you, your habits and what works and what doesn't work for you. And then I'm slowly going to change things to get you what you, to get what you need in your diet. And then the next step after that is now I'm going to teach you all the different facets of, of, and I say dieting. It's, I, sh- I hate saying dieting because people think I know. It's, it's eating it's lifestyle. Just yeah, nutrition. Yeah, yeah, different eating lifestyles where nutrition. You know, I'll, I'm going to teach you fasting. I'm going to show you backloading, front-loading carbohydrates, cycling them if you want, just straight balanced diets. You can do low-carb, low low-protein, high-fat, all these th- ways. And I'm, and I'm getting feedback. I'm asking you. After I put you on it and I tell you how to do it and how to utilize it, then I'm asking, how did you like that? How was your energy levels? Did you notice a difference? Did you feel good? Did you not feel good? And, you know, is this something that you could see that you could incorporate in your lifestyle? And I'm trying to teach you this so you can kind of utilize all of them. And that's why, you know, it's so hard for me to ask or answer that question when someone asks me, like, well, do you do this or do you do that? Or what's your diet that you follow? It's like, you know, maybe maybe one time, maybe when uh, we actually Dude, The make... human body is not that simple. No, not at all. Well, I know... think it would be great to do this one day is uh, maybe if we actually make some money doing this, we can actually afford to pay someone to do this because I sure shouldn't get to sit down and take the time to do this because <laughs> it would take a while. But I would love to have somebody track if I if all I had to do was literally just log it, but put, present it to you guys, you know, what a year. Who's done that? Who's sold like yeah. this? Is what a year of my eating habits and my working out looks like, and you can just you can at a snapshot be able to see like how inconsistent it really is as far well, as I, I'll say before we before we we cut off here, I'll, I'll say this: for the last probably two years, I've been studying in depth, and you guys know how fanatical I can get in depth about how the benefits of each. Uh, type of eating, uh, what it does for gut flora, what it does for enzyme depletion, what it does for performance, what it does for longevity. And I'm trying to find 
ways to incorporate them into an eating system that works uh, that's going to maximize the benefits of each of them and right. and and reduce right. the negatives of each of them because if you look at for example you know vegetarianism there's some drawbacks to it right there's certain nutrients that you might not get there's certain you know maybe proteins are a little more difficult or if you look at the plus sides you know there's 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 this gut flora that you build from eating certain types of foods um, there's these proteins you get these fats from certain types of eating and so I've been really in depth studying this kind of stuff and I think I'm I'm coming upon a breakthrough with it and uh, when I do you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about that uh, excellent sounds like more money for us to spend <laughs> we, we need to start getting you know what once we we need to start like a a fund for different thing projects that we want because our listeners have no idea how much goes into all this stuff uh, as far as trying to create something we all have these crazy dynamic visions for what we want to be able to provide. Well, we're working constantly. Yeah, constantly. Whether or not, and it looks, know, and it, I sometimes it I feel like, like it. <laughs> yeah, we're just bullshitting all day in here. Yeah. But dude, we are all individually like yeah. working on something. Because I, I just want to say, like, my ultimate goal in this whole thing, when it's all said and done, is I want to be able to provide like the baddest, not only program but like, consistent help and uh, ability for people to to change millions of people for like nothing, for like reasonable, so low yeah, of a cost yeah. that it's like everybody should be able to do it like that's healthy the, I, human for me, that's performance the, that's what pains me the most is that there's so many people out there that just don't know and it's expensive it's expensive to get good knowledge even like it's it's well hard, it's hard to say that but even going to you know i hate to pick on like a, a newer trainer or someone that's just maybe a basic basic knowledge or experience in the industry like you can even hire them and end up spending a lot of money and still get like really surface knowledge well i think the best part about i think the best thing is that we don't mind uh pissing people off we already pissed off a lot of people and we're just going to keep doing it so unless and and i think the listeners like that i think our pump heads like i wish i wish that made us money (laughs) maybe maybe it will but until until then we'll just do it for the (laughs) help us thank you for listening to mind pump for more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.